WNBC. Fuck it. We'll do it live. Exactly. Fucking do it live. Exactly. No Joe Exotic wig today, Chris? Uh, it's a little warm. I don't know. I, feel, I don't know. I, got, I, might got, I may need to get tested. Someone at my work came up positive again, and I'm feeling kind of weird. Uh, Are you serious? I was actually really sick last couple of days, but I'm feeling better now, but I still might need to. Yo, I just got a negative back, by the way. Yes. Yeah, that little scary. Yes, now, yes. my wife. My wife's going tomorrow for a rapid test, and she was the one closest to the person. But we've no been all kind of avoiding and shit. No more strays. No more strays. I know, I know. But, I mean, what are you going to do? No good deed goes unpunished, man. Right. We don't need to get into all that here and the specifics of it and put people on blast yeah. and shit. But uh, right, right. That. anyway, hard out. Fucking the one and Welcome only Greg Zart, the prodigal son, returns because he once again has hit the streets as our intrepid field reporter and... Shit is going down in Olympia, Washington. Yeah, I don't know. Some music. I don't know if I hit the streets or if the streets hit me. <laughs> some Plymouth Rock landed on us. Shit. Yeah, know what I mean? Um, video's going crazy, though. Good news. Almost 3,000 views in less than 24 hours. The, the interwebs eating it up. They love that crap. Yeah, it's crazy shit. Do you want to tell people what the fuck you were capturing? So, um, you know, you know me, the intrepid reporter, your guy on the streets. When I hear that the poop is hitting the fan, I run towards the fan. Okay, that's what I do. And so I heard all these warnings from the Olympia Police Department yesterday, stay out of downtown. They said, just stay away because we have competing uh, rallies happening. We were having an open the schools rally. We're having a pro Trump rally and we're having an Antifa rally be a black lives matter slash Antifa, which we'll talk about whether there was really any black lives matter there or not. But um, that was at least the premise. And so when I heard all that, you know, the, the, the this meeting of the, of the minds of sorts, <laughs> some had minds, some perfect didn't storm meeting the of the mindless. Storm. Yeah, the meeting of the mindless. I'm yeah. thinking. Saying, <laughs> I love it. They're saying stay away. Well, of course, I ran right to it and uh, got some pretty amazing footage actually yesterday. Well, when you were allowed to, I saw some of it where the Antifa fucking umbrella brigade was out with their umbrellas trying to block you from filming, which was fucking absurd. And did you hear me asking questions? I was just like, well, look, does somebody want to talk? Does anybody want to give me a statement? I can't see your face. Like, what are you out here for? Isn't that the point of coming out, right? Right, exactly. Don't you want us to watch you and listen to you and hear about you? But Say your message. They they claimed that I was endangering people by filming them because those people could later be incarcerated for crimes. Huh. So I'm sorry. So you're, you're upset with me because I'm possibly getting evidence of people that are going to- Of getting, a crime you intend to commit? <laughs> uh, crimes you intend to commit. Are you not assembled lawfully? Are you not right. exercising your rights? Or are you saying you're out here to fuck shit up or what? You know? mm-hmm. yeah, and I now, mean, it could be argued that they fear there will be- uh, the, the, or that they, they'll they'll be arrested for things they didn't do but i was like well if, if a camera being on you is good for that too you know exactly i mean the evidence in your favor if you don't plan on do, getting up yeah, to exactly so i you know it's frustrating to me to be doing nothing more than employing my socratic method as you've described earlier where i just sort of point my camera at people and ask questions mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. let them describe the circumstances and they get upset with me and mad at me. And I was actually targeted. And, uh, and I sent you the video of where, you know, a, a guy with a, a pretty burly looking automatic weapon menaced me and he came up and he like wanted to kind of bully me and scare me with his gun. And of course, <laughs> dude's got an automatic weapon. I'm a little scared, you know, I don't know what the hell he's coming at me looking all mad. And they thought that was hilarious. And then, and then somebody else knocked my camera out of my hand. And this is for the record, one of the Antifa Black Lives Matter people that had the automatic weapon yeah. this time, right? Not a proud boy or a fucking... Correct. Uh, the guy that actually went after my camera had a I can't breathe, you know, mask on. Um, he was hanging back with the crowd with the, with the Black Lives Matter banner that they were carrying. And What the are they even the... protesting, though? Like, the it's, fact that Trump's not giving up the election. What, what is their beef um, at this point? Because There like, was no discernible message. 
honestly. Well, was, other... it, was the Trump rally there first, or there at least planned? Yeah, they might have been reactionary okay. to the Trump. To that. So, so it was well known that there was a that there was kind of a pro-Trump um, rally. And I believe that this was a counter protest organized by mm -hmm. the Antifa, self-described Antifa. Yeah, I'm not even sure what Antifa very fascist means. behavior for people who call themselves anti-fascists. Right? right? Yeah. Like, I, I'm not even sure. To, to get your way, you know? I'm pretty sure they don't know what Antifa stands for or means anymore. Yeah. And, now, and but now, there was literally fascist, I think, has more of a its um, definition is more uh, about right leaning you know uh philosophies using uh force and and oppression to get what they want mm -hmm. but it could be more there's even some economic interpreted yes yeah but it could be interpreted too as just fascist as someone who's willing to use you know force or violence to get what they want to press into stymie yeah. uh, dialogue one of the funny things about the whole second amendment gun thing is that and we've talked about this in the past is that the second amendment and you coming to a rally bearing your weapon kind of stymies the most important right which is the freedom right. of speech because yeah, when a guy stymied. like you is scared to speak to the it's guy who has a fucking gun and he's trying Terrorism. to intimidate you that are literally menacing me and exactly. sort of get you know and getting their thrills off of scaring people i think that's the weapon. real motive with a lot of these people is that that's what they're looking for they're looking for it's power as often so so go figure what happened somebody got shot uh 15 minutes after i left and i mean i left just in time because it was literally getting to the point to where i could see the, these black masked up people pointing at me and talking and talking to other people and like pointing right at me and it's like oh boy it's not good to get pointed at by a bunch of armed pissed off That's, people yeah um, self should be a crime and and then i heard a couple people you know i wear my i wear my i wear this necklace all the time this is this my chain you know and i could hear someone i'm gonna get snatch your chain boy i'm gonna take your chain and so you know i was like talking my chain under my shirt like okay but don't make it accessible and these are the antifa guys still you're these are the about. antifa guys um, the Trump people, you know me, you know my politics, you know, I'm not a huge Trump fan. I'm not trying to be political. I'm not trying to start a fight. Um, mm -hmm. it's just me personally, but they were more really well-mannered people yeah, and they were, the, they were the adults in the room. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, so, you know, no judgment here, but that's just my observation. Um, this is of this sample, you know, this, right. this you've described yourself. Group in the past is like a center left centrist democrat essentially like a biden kind of guy right so I, I am correct so this is again and chris and i are more left than you i would say but again we try and describe ourselves as rational humanists like fuck the left right paradigms garbage yeah. which we've said ad nauseum but it bears repeating obviously well, um, but this is more about policing your own again i say if you are on the left stop doing dumb shit that makes the left look bad and then hence waters down and compromises all of your good arguments and yet actions and shit the, you know? these protests uh, you nowadays with the internet stuff you could get on a video on youtube and get you know thousands or even millions of views ranting on a certain subject whereas if you go out to these demonstrations you're just rallying up the your enemy you know, you're just making people hate you more, you know, and, and right. they want to listen to your message less. It's better just communicate the idea, get on the fucking internet and say your idea. You don't have to assemble in this. Now, it could be argued, I mean, like the, the police brutality thing, you won't get any anything done if you don't right. take more drastic measures. And that's, that's different, but a counter protest, let them yeah, go say their matter. dumb shit and then yeah, go and home then when the day is shit. over. <laughs> and, and these strangers to me, these people that didn't know me from Adam, yeah. um, were going after me, calling me Bullies. a racist, this, calling me names, uh, being mad at me. Um, I have friends of every color in Creed, okay? I've never been a racist. There's nobody in my family that's a racist. We don't discriminate based on skin color. We don't discriminate based on what country you were born in. That don't matter to me, okay? And so going after me, calling me a racist and attacking me and trying to break my camera gear. All you did like, was point a camera at him and ask Yeah, questions. exactly. And they think that's an attack now. That's, that's pointing a gun at you or even worse. I mean, like... I'm sure people do fear ending up on the internet, which is permanent, it's forever. And if you do some boneheaded thing and you get caught doing it, then so I'm sure that you know people feel attacked. You know they're going into fight or flight 
mode fight in this case. So uh, it all culminated um, on the main road that goes past our state capital in Olympia. It's called Capitol Way. And it's the main drag up out of downtown and goes into Tumwater. And, and it's the only way to get from really Olympia to Tumwater on, on sort of a, uh, anywhere but the, the interstate. Um, and, of course, that entire road was, was blocked for the, because of this event. There was more Antifa. This is the biggest Antifa crowd. There was at least probably 150 of these individuals that I've, I've ever seen gathered in one place. Um, obviously, they have a uniform. It's black. Yeah, it's, they had their shields and weapons. And, I mean, it looked like straight up a fucking Braveheart, like, you know. Uh, they looked like ISIS. Line, you know? They yeah. had shields and weapons, but uh, yeah, also well, looked like they were made at Home Depot with duct tape. For and, sure. You know, but, but, but whatever. I mean, just, yeah, it, looks, um, it looked like an army assembled ready, like a, a line of infantry pretty much. And with the, with the umbrellas, yeah, nice job on ripping off Hong Kong. Okay, great. What an original idea with the umbrellas. But that's besides the point. They were all black. At least they were custom coded. Um, they had their uniforms on. I was dressed mostly in black because I strategically wanted to sort of blend. I wanted it to be confusing as far as what side i was on i didn't want to wear my i have a black lives matter shirt okay you wear your proud boy shirt i, I, I <laughs> so i didn't wear the black lives matter shirt i didn't Hold wear on. a proud boy shirt. you know i didn't wear anything you should wear a black lives matter sh matters shirt and a maga hat and really confuse oh me. my god that's a great <laughs> idea if i had one that was that's exactly what i should have done and a joke um, about a supporter who also supports black black lives. Okay, well, so i, I mean, was but i was trying to be out of the question, you just right? described candace owens <laughs> Wait, no, she doesn't think Black Lives Matter. Never mind. That's right. <laughs> I was trying. Oh, 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 I was trying to be Switzerland, okay. But I was also trying to blend a little bit, and it didn't matter. But this all culminated in a confrontation uh, right on the doorstep of the Capitol building with one uh, kind of proud boy-ish guy who didn't seem too far right to me he seemed kind of in the middle too but he was standing up saying you're you're the traitors and he had a megaphone and he was talking back oh, yeah. um and he decided to take a stand like the like the kid in front of the tank in tiananmen square yeah it reminded me of that too yeah he's just standing there alone i guess now it's, that and his buddies were telling him that he was being too provocative so they were saying get back like remove yeah, yourself like, well, don't They're, go confront them like that yeah like just, uh, just keep our like, on our side come back to our to, to our and this guy decided he was gonna he was gonna you know be custer and and make a stand mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. i was i was feet away from him mm -hmm. when it when it happened uh, yeah, uh, a girl tried to grab his megaphone he oh he was trying to struggle to get his megaphone back she started punching him and that triggered the rest of the crowd they jumped on him like a rabid pack of dogs yeah. um they dragged him into the middle of the thing a couple of times i thought well how close can i get in should i even attempt to get in and every step i took um they started throwing bottles at me they were throwing uh paint bombs at me my boots are are Gross splattered mob, pink. um i go had... fucking home you losers and torches yeah, and so what are they even protesting again there's it's almost there's... just virtue signaling like if you're consider yourself left um if they're protesting biden because they think he's too centrist or something that's one thing biden's corporate wall street ties Sure, I could see uh, Antifa protesting that, but otherwise, what are you protesting? Just wait till January 20th. Right. Sit Yard tight, one, you dumb so, fucks. Right? <laughs> Let so the, the fucking sore losers go out there and whine, and then they'll disperse and go <laughs> eat their fucking hardies or whatever. And, you... and it does make you question the motives, you know, when you ask that question, because that often comes to my mind that often these people are just out there because they're just they kind of looking for a fight. They're looking for trouble, you know, and they, they have a certain side, that losers. the narrative that helps enable that or whatever. But uh, from my well, perspective, the anti-fascist, you know, if I didn't know anything about their history or what they were about, or if I was, that was my first time I'd ever attended one of their protests what i would have come away with is they seem to be d d uh, to gloat on violence they sought it out they provoked it um they ganged up on a guy who was doing nothing more than talking and beat him within an inch of his life he's in the hospital right now uh with a concussion with stitches with some sort of broken bones like he was seriously injured um he america is he about debate like that's why we have freedom of speech and, and we're able to vote etc that we're you know we're supposed to be able to sort our differences out in that manner but there's the expression too that you know i may disagree with you but i'll defend to the death your right to say it 
Right. Uh, maybe not that extreme. I don't know if I defended it to my death, but anyway. <laughs> well, right. But, uh, and, I mean, and this guy. But still, so this, the idea of the sediment. The I'll violence. defend to the point of me having to get off of my couch for you to say like. <laughs> right. Well, exactly. Yes. Yeah, so, mm-hmm. And it wasn't just violence. It was um, denying, you know, sort of First Amendment rights. It was denying mm-hmm. my ability to yes. even document anything that was happening with a camera. That uh, I was trying to do a long shot of the of this of this black block from a distance, respecting their individuality and privacy and all that. And I was still, you know, sort of swarmed by the umbrella brigade. This guy was like, mm-hmm. "Can we get some more umbrellas over here?" And uh, and they didn't want me filming anything. So I yeah, came I heard some away guy from talking it. about, I'd fucking rearrange your face and shit. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. I was like, Archie comic? Shut the fuck yeah, up. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So, so from my perspective, if, if I were just, you know, in, in Antifa class, I would think that they glorified violence and wanted to restrict the freedom of the press and First Amendment rights. And I'm not sure if that's a club I'd want to join. No, and they seem to curiously be very much like what they say the Proud Boys and shit are. And look, man, Proud Boys, they mm-hmm. seem like jackasses too. I'm not giving, I'm not picking a side. Deplorables. It's a all bunch sides. of dumbasses out there. Um, for the record, the police have identified the shooter yesterday as one of the pro Trump crowd right. that he shot. Um, uh, uh, someone in their 20s that was doing whatever but you know based on what i saw who knows what that person yeah how it escalated. Was exactly. I, uh, you know um it's not out of the realm of possibility to think that maybe this guy that did the shooting was menaced or threatened or mm-hmm. attacked because mm-hmm. it's yeah, what i saw until we know the facts won't pass judgment on that but wasn't there mm-hmm. also like 30 stabbings or some shit i read what's up with that well, the, we, this is the ISIS second shit. week in a row that there's been a shooting at competing protests in Olympia. This is the reason my antenna was sort of triggered to to go capture this. And of course, you know, sorry, mom. I know she's watching this and I know she's she's worried about me running headfirst into these things because I might have a gas mask, but I don't have a a, um, a bulletproof vest. Right. And that's kind of what, almost what you need at a protest nowadays. And what's the world come to if you need a flak jacket to go to a protest? To document it, to not even Just to, to participate. Right. In it. it's like... That's it. Exactly. I'm on the sidelines. So needless to say, I got a ton of great footage. The footage that's out there that's blowing up on YouTube right now with thousands of views, that's just my live stream cell phone video that I uploaded so people could share it and watch it. Um, I shot a bunch of digital camera footage. Of course, you know how I do it. Hey, I got, it's on next time you're out there, do me a favor and see if any of these motherfuckers want to come on and state their yeah, case on our podcast. Cause I want to talk to some of these Antifa fuckwads and say, what are you really after? Why can't you just hit pause until January 20th, but see what happens. And then if there's anything worth protesting, but that's going out to cut other people off yeah, from expressing themselves Christmas. is absurd. I really wish, you know, uh, I wish I could have got any of them. I asked repeatedly for mm. people to explain their position. I repeatedly, politely said, look, does anybody want to talk to me about this? And I was met with anger and hostility and resistance. <laughs> so I'm not sure. I'm not sure what to say. Um, but I'm not going to stop doing it. And I'm going to keep covering these events. And I'm going to show what happens uh, when these ingredients are mixed together and what kind of cake it bakes. Because this cake is full of fireworks. I love what you're doing, man. I love your presentation, too, in your, in your edits, you know, with your uh, VO and stuff, the way you, you, you present it all and everything. It's, it's some good shit. And uh, thanks for going out there and, and documenting all this for everyone because that's right on the front lines, literally, man. Yeah, like, especially I mean, the more that you do practice that Socratic method, the more you just document, I yes. think, the better. Um, I mean, now, when you go to edit it and make your own no, commentary, I just, that's fine. Yeah, like the Sturgis there, stuff, you know, when you were like, you know, in my favorite haunt or whatever, you know, and just, just, yeah, the, I just mean, even the, the production uh, side of it, the way you, you, you put it together. Yeah. I'm He's just, a little holy uh, clown in the making. <laughs> shit. I, I'm, just, I'm just trying to get my holy clowns, you know, membership card, okay? I'm just trying to make, <laughs> I'm just trying to make holy clown status here Getting and gonzo I, a little hunter and, s thompson a little twilight zone oh, little. I, you know hunter s thompson is I, I consider myself a gonzo journalist because of hunter yeah, okay love that guy absolutely read all the books watch all the movies fuck yes let's have a drink um, in his honor what else do you want to know 
What else intrigues you? This What's final? next, man? What do you th- or is it pretty much just when you just got your finger to the wind and then like when something pops, you know, you're up, you're in the, the bat cave and when the fucking, uh, you know, phone scanners, the bat signal, that's yeah. No, I've literally taken, I downloaded the Thurston County scanner app onto my computer so that I do get notified when things are happening. And this particular app is great at letting you know basically they, they try to warn people away from an area and that tells me, well, this is where you need to go now. Right. <laughs> right? So that's, uh, that's what I've been doing. But yeah, I, uh, I'm so confused. I used to have a plan and this whole age of the virus and the people's, the people have gone crazy in this country and my plans have gone out the window. So now I just sort of react to what's happening and see what happens on, on tape and on film. And then uh, days like yesterday happen. And this stuff just makes you think, you know, that we could have had, it could have been a palace, you know, <laughs> like America, especially, you know, with its core values of, you know, individual freedoms and f- freedom of speech and all that. And, uh, you know, having all these checks and balances on power and those sorts of things. And, but the world in general, I mean, how beautiful it is when you set aside all this stupid human activity, you know, that we get engaged in, uh, you know, it's just, you said it a long time ago. We're just apes who can't cope with our own brains and everything. So you got all these people with all these hormonal, you know, this evolutionary biology is still a play. We're a bunch of fucking, we're stones throw away from being apes, really, evolutionarily. Mm-hmm. And now we've got these fucking cell phones that are just pinging and riling us up with all this fucking just overabundance of information and content, honestly. Well, but the 24-hour news cycle is kind of fucking crazy. Like, Here's the one thing that I cows. did notice um, that I could just, you know, sort of from my empirical observation was that the average age, say, of this Antifa black block wa- was, you know, early 20s. And the average age of the pro-GOP block was, you know, mid-40s. And so there was a definite generational difference mm-hmm. in the the ages of these different of these opposing factions. Um, I don't know if that means anything or what that means, but that's just what I've noticed. Mm-hmm. And uh, couple- for the record. For the record, I did try to interview uh, a large armed group, and I'm talking every single one of these people had an AR-15 or an M4 or a a grenade launcher or you name it uh, on their their body of of these Proud Boys. And there was a group of about a dozen of them, and I was kind of, you know, I try to ingratiate myself and try to make light and crack some jokes and be like, hey, I'm just a cool guy. You can talk to me. And I thought I'd won over this group and not a one of them would give me a comment on film. Um, I don't know what it is, what they're afraid of or, or you know, if they're afraid of retribution from the other side or, or what it is. But I have a lot of trouble. Usually I don't have any trouble getting people to talk to me on film. And I've and yeah, I that might have been a concerted involved. mandate on their part. Like before going out there, no one talked yeah, to anyone because the they fucking edit it and then, you know, they frame us in the wrong way or whatever. So they could it's be very true. Um, I was I noticed a large group of police officers that had, you know, uh, they were doing what's called kettling the the protesters. So to kettle a, a group of protesters is to is for law enforcement to force them into a series of actions to sort of contain them, bottleneck them, get them into sort of a corner and then arrest them. So the the Antifa crowd calls it kettling. I'm not I'm not sure why what it has to do with like, you know, an actual kettle but Mm -hmm. that's what it's called and so i saw you know there was a group of these officers and boy their riot gear has gotten cool i mean they definitely look like modern era stormtroopers they do they look like something right out of a star wars movie um speaking of stormtroopers you sell any of those fucking star wars cards yet I have okay so I don't I haven't paid anyone to grade them all because that's an expensive it process is, it is it's also you should sell some ungraded well, to pay for I've grading. been unofficially grading them based on I've I've, I've learned a lot about the mm-hmm. whole gem grading system oh wait I know, for those who don't know we had Greg Zart on our my favorite movie uh sub-series of Hard Out and his favorite movie was Star Wars and he broke out all these fucking vintage trading cards he has and they're worth fucking bank so go on. The high end, you know, gem mint condition, uh, which 
I don't have a bunch of jam. I have some jam mints, okay, but I don't have a bunch of those. But those were uh, at the high end average estimate was fifty thousand dollars worth of my <laughs> trading cards. Um, the lower end, just you know, six and seven rated cards were um, twenty thousand dollars worth. So I will Jesus. be selling some cards um, to to generate some income. But you know, the, the, the get back to this this the police group that I saw, and and they're led by you know a, a sergeant or someone that's or a corporal or, or a command commander that's that gives them orders. You know, and so I was I was hanging up behind the scenes with the police sort of watching their movements and listening to them. And as a group of them were sort of, you know, marching to the next location, um, the sergeant turned to me and he said, I know who you are. I know what you do. You be careful out there, son. It uh, made me feel real good. Like nice. he knew about my videos. He recognized me and he was giving me a little, you be careful out there. But even the police are scared of this Antifa group. Crazy. Yeah, they are. And this is in Olympia, Washington. You know, this is a pretty granola kind of, you know, this is a very liberal college town, the Evergreen State College, one of the biggest liberal arts college in America. Shut down in Evergreen with Eric Weinstein and shit. I mean, uh, exactly. I mean, this is the city where... Emblem of bad liberalism and shit. Well, I mean, you know, it's patchouli oil and the girls don't believe in shaving their armpits, okay? I'm not (laughs) sure. Well, that aside, I'm talking about microaggressions and all this bullshit, Mm -hmm. you know? But you would think, you know, that people would be a little more understanding here in liberal left Olympia and and the far left has gotten pretty far uptight and they've gotten violent um, at one point a, a large group of them and I've documented this not on my live stream but on my digital camera footage of which I have a bunch and I will be releasing a video you'll have the links I'm sure to my channel and all that here uh, in the, in the description of this video but what they started doing is throwing rocks and bricks at a group at a at a group of people in a parking lot cars were just windows were getting smashed out, random cars. They don't know whose car that was. That could have been their their own damn cars that they were destroying Um, because they were just blindly throwing bricks and rocks and and chunks of things up over an embankment, up over a hill into a parking lot. And so I I documented many vehicles that were damaged, people that that were throwing things back, and it's just gotten crazy. Don't these people know video games and fast food exist and, you know, like Netflix and shit? (laughs) This is your idea of a good time. Obviously, they're reacting to something they see as... They're saying we shouldn't all be sitting on our asses playing video games. But it's not as bad as they proclaim, is my point. Like, we're actually at a point in our civilization where I think people are overinflating the the, the ills of our society and overreacting to them. You know, we can iron out these things, I think, in a a better manner. You know, this is just... And a lot of it's disingenuous, like... um, Yeah. Now, I'm not going to – I got a Black Lives Matter sign in my yard. I believe in it and everything. And obviously, statistically, scientifically, you can look at it and say black people are criminalized and penalized to a fucking insane degree. Disproportionately. Disproportionately, absolutely. And we do need to correct that in our society. Yeah, I think we all – Police and everything, but I'm just saying the police thing, think of – the millions of interactions police have a day with liars. Everyone's lying to them. Everyone's fucking doing, you know what I mean? First off, end the drug war and give them less reason to have confrontations yeah. with people. But the point being, every how often do you see a police brutality video or whatever, even if it's daily? It's still such a small number. Yeah, it's not like they're hunting people down, like, straight up, you know, in the streets and things. It's, it's not truly really Gestapo incidents shit. that escalate and stuff, which is awful and do, should not happen. Should never happen. Period. Never. But I'm just saying but it's I'm just more saying like the shark attacks. Are, you know what exactly. I mean? It's like, yeah. it's that kind of thing statistically. And cops suck. And it does suck that it's up to, I mean, I almost wish it should be a live feed. Not that they just have body cams, but it's a yeah. live fucking feed, and you are being watched by citizens at all times. Cop yeah, yeah. Shift, I, so there's accountability, you know. I feel like we should pretty much record every fucking thing in every public space, especially cops. But, I mean, in general, like, once you leave your house, like, in your house, yeah, you have privacy and shit, but in the out, outside world, like what you're doing, Greg, and, you know, just in general, I think the 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 ability to 
you know, really like have full transparency about what anyone is doing and all the, you know, uh, it's just, we have to be careful about who has the power that seemed that, that I wanted to get to that. That's where I think everyone's fear is, is in power. And the thing is the left fears power in corporations and individuals who gain too much power and the right fears too much power in government, but they both fear power. That's what they have in common. It's all about power. Who has the power? And in my thinking, they're both right. We don't want too much power in government or in corporations. And some, you know, people who are anti-government also still feel that the government should take a role in breaking down corporations that get too big for antitrust. I think, I, um, by the way, I think, Jason, you need to get your cat involved. I see Chris's cats in the background. My cat's right here in the background. Um, we need another cat on this show. I Dude, mean, my cat, a- we have one of our two cats left. She's like outside. 18 years old, and this bitch fucking meows all day, every day, starting at 4 a.m. for food. Fuck my cat. <laughs> Uh, um, I just want to say a message to the Black Lives Matter people. You know, I, I got the shirt. I'm a card-carrying member. I believe in it as well. Um, but when you go after people like me that are actually right. supporters of your movement, uh, you discredit your message. When you attack random strangers out of ignorance or anger or whatever it is you discredit the black lives matter message you really think george floyd would be proud of your actions yesterday do you really think that's what his he wanted his legacy to be i don't think so Mm -hmm. just saying i mean okay so you know i'm gonna have to put that footage out here's the thing too the only people who are gonna go out there are crazy it's kind of like politics. Right. You're only going to get corrupt people for the most part or some crusaders, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, going out for it. They're extreme people. Similar with cops, too. The people yeah, same with cops. You're going to get people who want to be heroes or they want to be power mongers and shit. Yeah, exactly. You very rarely, because what we're getting at is balance. Chris is talking about a balance of power. You don't want it too consolidated in government. You don't want it too consolidated in corporations or whatever. So what we got to do is find balance. But there's no no balanced people. They don't take to the streets like this. If they do, it's right. like you, a balanced person, will go to objectively document try and it. document it or whatever. But you're not going to be out there raging for either. Well, I, I was shocked and surprised at the number of visible high-power automatic weapons right. on both that sides. That shocked me, too. Everybody had guns. And yeah. so when you have that m- that much emotion and that many yes. people and that many different opinions in one place all armed with weapons, I'm sorry, I'm all for the Second Amendment, but that's a recipe for disaster. I mean, you should mix alcohol with weapons before emotion with weapons. You know what I mean? Like Exactly. I saw more weapons on the protesters than I did on the police, and I'm not exaggerating. That's reality. I know a lot of libertarians who would say good, but the problem is, again, you're taking it out there, and it stymies the free speech. Just let the Trump mm-hmm. fucking losers go out there and bitch and moan that he fucking got robbed, and then they'll fucking go home. Don't go stop them and you got to go out and shout them down and tell them their opinions wrong and shit. Let them have their fucking stupid free speech, say their dumb thing, and then you go out on Tuesday and say your dumb thing. Like, stop the oppositional counter protesting. And the irony again is the the pro Trump crowd, they were the adults in the room this time. They were the ones saying, look, we're not trying to be confrontational. This is our corner of of the capital grounds if you come into our into our corner we're gonna resist that but we're not gonna go out and confront you whereas the antifa blm crowd was like we're here to confront anybody and everybody what and so you know they went on their rampage at the end of the day they broke a bunch of windows of local shop owners and and you know these small business owners that are hanging on by a thread as it is and all you're doing is hurting your neighbors you're not hurting the corporations or big brother or donald trump you're hurting your neighbors right now so Mm -hmm. let's think this through folks that's the problem no one's thinking they're all feeling Mm mm-hmm um so what do you think's next what do you what do you want me to cover maybe your viewers out there or you guys should tell me are they doing the avn awards this year i don't know if this shit's 
<laughs> Get our true Howard Stern on. Um, do I need to go to Vegas and and? We gotta send uh, him to the red carpet for the fucking Oscars, dude. Have Zart on the red carpet. Ooh, there amazing. you go. Lobbing questions to the A-listers. You know, I am a friends with a bunch of them on Facebook and all their there private accounts. I won't give you. Up. Don't worry, my lips are sealed. Okay. But uh, I do have some connects now, including the fabulous Thornton brothers. Have you seen that movie? Have you seen the movie, by the way? Cactus Jack? It's incredible. It's, uh, you just got caught like Howard Stern. And their grand opening is Tuesday. <laughs> it comes out next uh, month. But the trailer is dope. The trailer, yeah. the trailer, the trailer will play after the end of this episode. It's amazing. And so, yeah, get on that streaming device and uh and watch cactus jack because these guys they know what they're doing appreciate it man yeah i don't know how far we are out from the buzzer on this one i don't know how much more there's to say but uh i got a couple news articles we could get into that i wanted to just discuss yeah jump in dude um for one thing trump must be super jealous because putin seems to be poised to have a bill passed to make him completely immune for life lifelong immunity from prosecution (laughs) talk about consolidating power um, the only way under this law he could be prosecuted for something is if, you know, the, uh, their entire, uh, you know, uh, parliament or whatever, their, their version of that, the Duca or whatever it's called, um, votes that he unanimous treason that, yeah, that he, that he committed treason. <laughs> That's the only, uh, the way oh they could get it. Right. And, and then he, in the fine print, anybody that votes for Putin to be guilty of treason is uh, going to get the death penalty. You know, so you can vote for the de- for the for for treason if you want. But it also puts you in line for the gas chamber. Just saying. Yeah, the gulag. exactly. Be careful yep. with that. You want some like some virus smeared on your face like uh, North like North Korea likes to roll. Right. Well, exactly. just piss off Putin on. See yeah, what happens. Get a, Speaking of umbrellas, you know, the needle in the arm with some plutonium. <laughs> right. Um, um, and keep going, Chris. I'm, I'm fascinated. Uh, well, yeah, the, the next one I wanted to touch on is, uh, this is awful. Iran just executed a journalist, a dissident journal, journalist, Ruhollah Zam. And the Iranian journalist? The charge? Yes, Iranian journalist who was in France. And the way I read the article, it seems to say, it says, Zam had been living in exile in France when he was arrested by Iranian authorities in October 2019. Circumstances of how he was and where he was detained remain unclear. Yeah, so Iranians arrested him in France, it sounds like. And he was just executed. And the the crime, he was found guilty of, quote, corruption on earth, unquote. (laughs) Oh, my God. A charge that does not specify a crime, but is sometimes used by the Iranian government for alleged attempts to overthrow it. That's right, let's man. nuke him. <laughs> but this is the thing about power, man. It's the power is the biggest evil that we need to fight overall. Like our divisions between left and right and all that should need to go away. It needs to be everyone united against any individuals getting too much power. Right. Well, and you know, part of the problem in Iran is that us and how we played into the power struggle in the 50s. And yeah, shit. And right. We had to be a power democratic government. Yeah. Like, why don't we go in there and say, hey, we're going to set up a system where the people are running shit. Well, not. speaking speaking of executions, um, you know Donald Trump's had a lot of winning this year. You know he's he won the election. He he won Time Man of the Year. Oh no, he didn't. But he did win the title of most executions under a president yeah, in the last hundred thirty years. Yeah, something like hundred thirty years. Uh, he has been responsible for executing more, signing off on more federal executions than any president in the last generation. So um, I guess he wanted something. Could you imagine well, you're in prison on death row and you're watching Celebrity Apprentice and shit, and then six years later, that dude fucking orders you killed? Like, right. What the fuck universe am I living in? Right. And Terry so. Terry Gilliam shit. I made a spoof Time Magazine cover with Donald Trump in that that kind of that famous picture of him like he's making like a and he's like flipping off the he's flipping off somebody and he's making a crazy face and I put that on the on the actual I I, I you know I did a little Photoshop magic and I made it look like he was the the Time Person of the Year this year and I I. I troll Donald Trump on Twitter regularly. Let's just put it that way. I, I will unfollow him on January 20th, however. Uh, I can't wait to not I wonder if Twitter's going to ban him on the 20th once he's out of office. If oh, sure. gonna... I doubt it. 
I doubt it. He has, he has too many followers. I doubt yeah, it. Yeah, but they've said in the past that the only reason they didn't ban him for some of the shit he had been saying, lies, et cetera, is because they have a policy where public servants, people in elected office, it's like a function of the job or whatever that the people have access to hearing what they have to say and shit. So they won't ever. Just I got put on Twitter timeout for going after Lou Dobbs. Cause Lou Dobbs is an <laughs> idiot. That guy uh, do not let me and Lou Dobbs meet in a dark alley anytime <laughs> soon. Okay. Because what's this your guy, specific. Uh, so, uh, you know, <laughs> so basically I said that Lou Dobbs should be, um, should be jailed for treason and possibly executed. <laughs> All right, I might have went a little hard at Lou. Okay, I hey, might have just lost my mind, but I got There's put a on hyperbolic. Timeout. Yeah, they put me on Twitter timeout for just for, for, for even proposing that idea. And so, uh, but I'm not the president, so I guess they can do whatever they you want. You should have went on parlor to say it, dude. It would have been all right. <laughs> well, actually, I'm not. You should be uh, found or you know treasonous or found guilty for treason what what is yeah. it that i'm not even that familiar with like what it is about him that well technically uh treason is uh, you know punishable by the, the death penalty right but what um, is it he did that you you say is treasonous well the fact that he's promoting all of these traitorous bastards um defending people uh, like general kelly and uh talking about how trump won okay. the election and just all of the vile that spews from his mouth um, I'm so sick of Lou Dobbs. I want him to go away. I want him to end up on a on a respirator next to. I've been watching some videos of him. I'm not. I mean, I know he's like Trump's buddy, right? Like at Trump, he's he's done some interviews with him. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. No, I, I think like he was like an outlet for him, so to speak. I think they're best friends, if you know what okay. I mean. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm not mm. sure what's going on with Lou Dobbs, uh, but anyway. So yeah, <laughs> careful. I love how you careful. got a war with these people, though. Oh yeah, is, well, you I need guess. to get their attention to actually get them to beef with you, like a fucking rap beef. You and Lou Dobbs <laughs> just going at each other would be great. You're right, <laughs> right? Well, uh, remember the old MTV death match? Yes, celebrity death, death match. match. Celebrity yes. death so, match, like a claymation. Can you see Greg Zart and yeah. Lou Dobbs just going? <laughs> yes. I'm beating him with a camera or something. Yeah, <laughs> you got your gas mask on. He, he tries to fart or something, but you got the gas. <laughs> right. I think they did oh. that with Stern, actually. That's right. By the way, I will say, um, if you're going to be a Greg Zart type and you're going to be a holy clown rolling into the, you know, into the midst of chaos, wear a military grade gas mask because hey, i was gonna day, say actually i got it um lou dobbs isn't wearing a mask and he tries to breathe coronavirus on you in the death match and you have a gas mask there you <laughs> okay claymation animators are you listening because this is brilliant right here um but yeah my gas mask it was the first time since the portland protest which is why i bought that gas mask because i got so taken out of the picture by tear gas and pepper spray and all the stuff that happened. And so I said, oh, you know, that's not happening again. I'm getting a good gas mask. Well, I was able to test it out yesterday. I went through, I purposely walked into a cloud of tear gas. Once the Olympia police declared it a riot and started clearing the streets, they started launching tear gas. And so I was like, well, good chance to test out my, my gas mask. So I literally waded into these clouds of, of tear gas. Ooh, to give it never, a never nice. felt a sting. That's awesome sensation in my eyes, nears, uh, eyes, nose, ears, or throat. I uh, work like a champ. So I feel if I had a flak jacket, I'd feel pretty invincible right about now. So watch out. people. Maybe you could be a sponsor for them. You know, you go out into the fucking these situations <laughs> with the mask and show it. I How much did you pay be. for that thing? I forget. It was a couple hundred bucks or something. Uh, it was, it was a hundred dollars. Uh, like oh, literally, God. I think it was like $99 and plus shipping uh, ordered it off of Amazon after doing some research and finding the best one. And it didn't, but you know, it's a full faceplate uh, uh -huh. anti-fog. So I could mm -hmm. see, except for when they actually directly sprayed me with pepper spray and somebody got me from the side and it, you know, it got all on the outside of my gas mask. And later on, I just had to wipe it off to see again, but I felt no stinging residuals from any chemical agents. So gas mask one, Nice. Antifa zero. Ringing endorsement. That's right. That's right. And uh, if you want to, I got to work out a brand ambassadorship deal with a gas mask company before I start promoting these things because I bet I could sell a bunch of them. They work mm -hmm. great. Mm -hmm. They work great. And it sounds like people might need them more than ever now. I know. I'm about to start fucking doomsday prepping. God damn. No shit. People are driving me nuts. 
Well, this is now two weekends in a row where tempers have flared and gunshots have been fired here in sleepy little Olympia, Washington. So now people are starting to expect it and gear up for it. And I feel like there's going to be another one of these confrontations next weekend and someone's going to get killed. Let's yeah, just hope it's not me. Begets violence. Right. You know, it's that I mean, fucking evergreen college, man. I'm telling you. Doug, I, you know, a lot of the people here that are more conservative, <laughs> the of, they're always blaming America's the greeners. Team. They're like, those effing greeners. You know, that's what they call them around here. Well, did you ever see those videos of when all that shit went down with Weinstein? Because it was a, if anyone listens to Rogan, they probably heard the shit ad nauseum, but they had a day without whites, I think is what it all started it out, right? Correct. And Eric Weinstein was like, he's a was a professor there. Correct. super liberal lefty dude with that long history of working on behalf of people of color and all that kind of shit yes and he took umbrage to it and he was like guys you're doing this all wrong you can't like you know be Force racist us. to fight racism and shit yeah so and the, yeah they were trying to enforce it they were like get the fuck out of here if a white person's coming on campus or whatever that day so that's just sad he pissed off all these stupid crazy liberal students where to the point where they were like searching for him on campus with baseball bats and shit. And yeah. then there's all these videos of the chancellor or the dean or whatever the fuck completely just getting railroaded by all these kids where he essentially had to like sit on his hands because when he was talking with his hands, they took that as a microaggression, they said. And shit. It was just fucking absurd. And then, and so then he when would, he stopped, they laughed. Yeah, they'd laugh yeah, and everything. It was all... Like Chris said, it's just this it's a power gross flex. attempt by these dumb, unoriginal, boring, unartistic, uncreative fucks who parrot you know, this bullshit. The faculty is half to blame, it, poisoning them with this idea of microaggressions and shit even. Like, I mean, a microaggression of, yeah, like, don't touch black people's hair and shit. Like, yes. That's and a I microaggression. I get it. But yeah, absolutely. Talking I, with your I, hands. And shit. I literally right. have a family, uh -huh. close family member that worked for Evergreen. Um, she will remain anonymous, but she ran the accounting department. And I have heard that Brett Weinstein, it was a very racially equitable human being. He was oh, not yeah. a discriminatory guy. Yeah, he I don't get the sense way at all, to like, support. He has a history you can look back at like of protest and papers yeah. he's written and shit like you He know. supports racial equality and diversity and he would preach about it and they targeted him and in very aggressive tactics to where he had to leave the campus, he had to have police protection. It was insane. And so this is where you know, far left goes too far left. This is where, you know, you know, the far left goes out in the weeds, in the woods and gets lost and the, and the message gets lost. And then their actions um, define a whole new narrative. Wow. Yeah, it's funny. If you take four lefts, you basically could have taken a right. You know what <laughs> I mean? That's what exactly. happens. Like if you go around a block, you can just take a right or you can go left enough times and then go through that light or whatever. You know what I mean? It's like, these fuckers, they go so far left that they end up being fascists. It's crazy. Well, and in those moments, Greg Zart comes to the rescue. Camera in hand, Socratic <laughs> method intact. And uh, I'll be there documenting the good, the bad, and the ugly. I love the referring to yourself in the third person. You know, I learned the that name from out my, there, man. You know, you know, I learned that from the Orange Cheeto. Yeah, no, <laughs> that. You got to get a cape with a Z on it, like a <laughs> Superman Z. Well, needless to say, I've got Team Zart swag. Um, and so, but I don't wear that stuff to the protests anymore because the, my Team Zart shirts now are like bullseyes for the Antifa crowd. You know, it's like, oh, there's that big Z. Let's, let's aim something at him. But the, uh, the violence and the aggression against random strangers, against inanimate objects, against local business owners, that's not helping your message. Just FYI. I mean, at one point, their chant was, fuck Biden and fuck Trump. Da, 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 da. I couldn't tell what it rhymed with, but the, the, the hook was, fuck Biden and fuck Trump. So fuck everybody up. Um, because if you're not for the right or the left or the middle or the, what are you for? You're just against everything. You're for an anarchy, I guess. Anarchy, that's much. what it looked like. Any real leftist movement 
it's going to come out of grassroots. Like, why don't you shut the fuck up and go run for public office, win some hearts and minds on a small local level in your town as an alderman, whatever, start there and build a movement. You know, that's really how it's supposed to work. These fuckers want to go straight to the top and topple the mountain and shit. It's like, no, build a foundation, you know? And yet they want to deny freedom of the press. They want to have their Second Amendment rights, but they want to deny my First Amendment rights. I mean, could just look at what you're doing, people. Um, and please, anybody out there watching this that supports Black Lives Matters or Antifa and wants to get their, their point across, talk to them, Thornton brothers, all right? Um, they'll give you a platform. They'll ask you questions. They'll let you make your peace. But if you don't tell us what you're all about, how are we supposed to know other than judging by your actions? And your actions are dangerous and violent and silly. And create art too. Like this violence, this destruction, like stop destroying shit and create something. Somebody spent years, like you said, creating this small business and you come along in a fucking moment and just destroy it. Like, ugh. I don't pick up a guitar instead of a gun. You know, you can do, you can go a whole different direction in life and and gain. And again, win hearts and minds and make your point and change minds and change lives and shit. All you're doing is riling up the opposition, fomenting war. It's And you're you're not going to win that way. Yeah, it's just going to be the other side's going to do the same thing. It's just going to be an arms race, just an escalation. And 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 no one wants that. And we're we're all going to have to pay for for our future. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And the new face of Antifa is starting to look like a bunch of entitled millennials who um, never really had to answer to anything based on their upbringing mm-hmm. that are now deciding to just spam the world. And, um, and What's after millennial? I feel like it's the ones after them, too. I feel like the millennials are getting a bad mm-hmm. rap sometimes. But it's, well, you might be yeah, right. It you does might... start to become right, like right. ambiguous after The that. millennials <laughs> are like in their mid-30s by now, and exactly. this crowd was probably in their mid-20s. So that's, you're probably right. What is, maybe we need to define it. Maybe we need to come up yeah. with a term for yeah, post-millennial. Right. That's up to you guys. <laughs> you, uh, you're the screenwriters. You're the guy. You're the Wordsworths. You're the wordsmith. So we'll uh, brainstorm it. Yeah, let me do that when I'm on more than two hours of sleep. <laughs> Fucking dragon right now. Right. Um, uh, ideas, then, fellas. Where do you want to see me next? What's uh, what? What piques your interest? Where should I go? Where should I take this road? Well, first of all, in the time of coronavirus, where is there to go? Everything shut, know, right. shut down. So there's really nowhere to send you. Plus, you know. Uh, financing road trips and shit. <laughs> Did point. you notice? Uh, Seems luckily I, you're in a hot spot. Where I was questioning. Yeah. I was questioning the Antifa, Antifa types and saying, "Well, yeah, I, I was kind of at, at one point. You know, I got my my bristles up, my and uh, I I was getting a little defensive. And I'm like, what are you hiding your face for? Yeah, I'd hide my face too, but I was ashamed of my actions. You know, and I was giving mm. giving them a little." And, uh, of course, I'm wearing a, a mask. That's the Washington State law. You know, you've got, you're supposed to wear a mask and social distance mm-hmm. and do all that stuff when you're around people. Mm-hmm. So I'm wearing my – not my, my gas mask. I took that off at one point, and I just had a, a regular, like, surgical cloth mask on. And, and this girl's like, well, you're hiding your face. Take your yeah, mask off. They're like, take my mask off. There's a pandemic. There's a virus out. I'm taking my damn mask yeah, off. Yeah, and you're not wearing a fucking viral mask or whatever virus mask. You're wearing a fucking ski mask, bitch. Shut up. Exactly. <laughs> that, reminds me, that reminds me when I was watching one of your videos, uh, one of the QA non ones that that assembly of people. Those are classic. Um, yeah. Oh my God. It's just it's it's crazy. It's Jesus, Campbell, so real, fucking frightening. Um, but one of them was talking about the face scanning technology. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. So the same people who are controlling all of us are like trying to uh, use face scanning technology to identify us all. But at the same time, they're making us all wear masks. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so, like, you can't scan faces. <laughs> oh, every and, one of uh, these things runs into some juxtaposition <laughs> like that. You know, it, it's, it's like the defense of OJ Simpson when they said, uh, no, that's not his DNA. It got contaminated and they planted the blood. So what? They planted someone else's right. blood. There? Right. So like OJ and it right. has to be one or the other. <laughs> right. I mean, um, and the, the Q and honors argument about uh, their hatred towards, 
towards Bill Gates. Because remember, Bill Gates was the Sith Lord that um, had orchestrated the virus in order to make a bunch of money from the vaccine of the virus. Was, was there is was their logic flow? Was that Bill Gates he orchestrated it so that he could make a bunch of money from it, even though he's like the richest guy in the world Already, and doesn't need yeah, money. Right. Um, and guess who's making the money off this vaccine? Pfizer, Pfizer. not yeah. Bill Gates. Just for the record, uh, guys. Right. Okay, let's rewind the tape and watch what you told me versus what really happened. And well, uh, and who's making the money off Pfizer? Like who in Congress? Yeah. Let's look at their stack fucking yeah. portfolios well, the, the conspir- and shit. You know, the conspiracists right. would say that Bill Gates is secretly running Pfizer, man. So well, I've yeah. already found that Bill Gates owns stock in Pfizer. Well, big big surprise. Right. He probably right. owns stock in Greg Zardi, but he owns stock in everything. <laughs> All right, he's the world's richest guy. And are one of them. So I'm sure he's of, very diversified. Of course he's diversified, but he's not the one. Stem, you know, getting the golden. He's he's not. This vaccine is not the goose laying the golden egg for Bill Gates. So all those conspiracy theories about Bill Gates, zip it, zip it, zip it. I would think you could find another way to insert uh, chips into us too that wouldn't involve this vaccine, like um, just people getting their blood drawn. You know, do you have to create a whole virus that like it does all this shit to for, to get chips in everyone or put yeah, it? Think about all the money food, he's losing you know, out on also. by yeah. a pandemic, right? Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. Well, actually, people and, are using and, computers more now because they're at home. And yeah, but everyone's out of work. They can't afford to use Microsoft Teams, etc. You know. What's right. incredible is that True. he's able to manufacture seven billion microchips <laughs> that are so small they can fit in the head of a needle, even though that technology doesn't exist, and mm-hmm. implant all of us yeah. to track us doing what? Right. Like going to Safeway. I mean, I'm, exactly. I, I, we already carry the track. The, you're bitching about him implanting you with a tracking device. It's your phone. You carry it willingly everywhere. But the hatred of Bill Gates is real. It's weird. And, and it's and weird. I, they and hate I the believe, wrong rich I believe people. He's a humanitarian, et cetera. And, and knowing that or believing that at least um, is terrifying that one of the world's possibly greatest philanthropists has been flipped. You know, the script is it's all bizarro shit, and he's actually the complete opposite and is the world's, you know, uh, one of their biggest. Meanwhile, they'll defend frackers and shit. I've seen Bill Gates interviews. I've seen him interviewed where the reporters have asked him directly about this and how how there are these conspiracy theories about him. And he just shakes his head like, (laughs) I I don't know. Right? Yeah. Like, what are you going to say? It's like, dude, do? I can't even. I mean, can you pass the adrenochrome? <laughs> right. right. Um, but just so that everybody knows, when I'm out there documenting this stuff, I'm out in the middle of these crazy things. I am practicing safe virus COVID uh, protocols. I am wearing a mask. I am attempting to socially distance, except when How I How are the off. Trumpers out there, the Trump fans protesting the Proud Boys? Were they masked up? None of are them. Are you kidding that. me? Are you kidding me? No. Fucking assholes, they didn't, dude. They, not a one of them were wearing. I we're mean, never going to get out of this shit because of I was going to say, as patriots, wear the mask. Look at it as a patriotic thing, you know? Right. Like, embrace it on that level. Like, I'm doing a, it's for my, it's a sacrifice. It's about sacrifices you know and people who sacrifice that's not what I can do for wars and such yeah wearing a piece of cloth on your mask is that really that big a sacrifice but they've been duped they've been fed spoon fed this misinformation stream so much so that like donald trump describes in the art of a de- of the deal if you repeat a lie often enough it becomes reality mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. that's, that's what's really happened exactly is this, these happened. people really think that wearing a mask doesn't do anything and it's ridiculous it's because it's what they've been fed through fox news and donald trump and the mm-hmm. misinformation campaign they've been duped and they're not into it they don't wear masks it's so funny that you can be a skeptic, but then be a, like science right. is founded on skepticism, mm-hmm. but then you're a skeptic of skepticism, essentially. Right. You know what I mean? It's so fucking crazy. Mad I mean, man. I know this, this girl I'm kind of sweet on. She actually lives in New York, unfortunately, um, but and she's got a couple kids and she's the coolest chick. She could sing. She's beautiful. She's not. And she's, she's not getting dude. the vaccine. She's but, not getting the vaccine. She ugh. thinks that there's something nefarious going on with it, and she's not taking her kids to get it or anything like that. Ten-year-olds. And it it baffles me because, you know, I'm pretty sure when her kids get sick, she takes them to the doctor. 
and yet this vaccine is developed by doctors people are afraid of it and they think that they're and it's again this this misinformation it's uh i mean i could be wary of how much it was fast-tracked operation warp speed uh that's never been done putting anything in your body is it should be somewhat being an early adopter of it like like now they're saying that people who have anaphylactic shock to any mm-hmm. number of things, be it shellfish, meat, whatever, like there are a couple of nurses in Britain who went into anaphylactic, anaphylactic shock when they got the virus or the vaccine. So, I mean, there's obviously things to be wary of, but it's... There's also a very logical reason of why and how this was fast-tracked. Number one, this was, this was something that every scientist in the yes, world was exactly. working on. And number two, yeah, billions, billions of dollars was pumped into this R and D. So yeah, it was that, actually a race mm-hmm. to get the yeah. rat race. So for they the weren't money. really. Yeah. I know to apply that to earlier. Uh, well, like you know when they were co- coming up with even Ebola and things like that. It's like it wasn't fast track, like something that hit the entire world at once. You know, right? And Ebola, it burns itself out because it's so deadly right. that if you it's do rate of transmission, so, yeah, exactly. Like death, the problem right? with this yeah. is the asymptomatic shit and all this in the incubation period. It's mm-hmm. like the perfect recipe to fuck everything up but where it'll just be persistent forever unless we take these measures the other thing about the vaccine is that it's a different